Hello and welcome. This is Karen Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Yippee skippy, it's Friday and we are here today. I'm so excited to be talking with you. Today I'm going to be talking about this feeling won't last forever. There's a lot going on in our world. There's a lot going on in our communities. There's a lot going on in our lives, especially this time of the year with the holidays. And lots of feelings are coming up. And most of us, the strategy has always been, let me push it down, either numb it with food, busyness, alcohol, shopping, spending money, internet, or Netflix, or let me run away from it and not feel. The problem with all of that is there's later on a blow up that happens inside of us. And when I mean a blow up, it can be that we can lead ourselves to depression by pushing down our feelings. We can get really, really angry and offload our pain that way and be more destructive. So I'm here to talk with you today about this feeling won't last forever because I want you to be able to move through it instead of push it down or try to run away with it from it. Because wherever you go, there you are and the feelings inside of you, it's not on the outside of us. And that's something that we often think. So today I'm going to be talking about becoming aware of our emotions, remembering that it's not always going to be here with you. And we're going to get clear about feelings and what feelings are and what feelings aren't. And we're going to talk about how long feelings last and how to feel your feelings. All right. So I'm inviting you today for just this 10 minutes of this mini so to become aware of your emotions, to feel them. And let's get clear about what feelings are. We're going to have the constraint of one word, one feeling. It's an emotion. I feel like dirt is not a feeling. That is a belief. Just because you add the first two words of I feel doesn't make a belief a feeling. So we're clear about that. I feel like dirt is not a feeling. Here are some examples of feelings from my feelings menu. Awe, belonging, calm, compassion, confidence, connection, content, curiosity, anger, anxiety, blame, disappointment, embarrassment, fear, frustration, grief, guilt, humiliation, jealousy, judgment, sad, shame, delighted, empowerment, excited, gratitude, generosity, joy, love, playful, worthy. So those are a whole bunch of feelings. There's feelings that make you feel really good. And there's feelings that don't feel very good. And then there's, then I gave you some more good feeling feelings. Those are feelings. And that my friend, I invite you to really get connected to being able to identify what it is you're feeling with the word that will help you with your own emotional intelligence. So instead of pushing it down and trying to numb or trying to run away from it. Pretend it's not there. It's always there. And we give it a lot more power when we don't address it. And instead, what you want to do is to be able to feel it. Identify where are you feeling it in your body? What does it feel like? Is it fast? Is it slow? Is it hard? 
Is it soft? Does it have a color? I don't see colors with feelings, but I have clients that do see colors and that's a really helpful question. So being able to pay attention to that, knowing where do you feel the different feelings in your body, and they've actually done studies and medical research on this, and they've been able to color code the body with when the people feel certain feelings. It's so fascinating how some feelings feel in just certain parts of the body and some feelings, and it's shame. It's the the body just gets taken over when we're in that feeling of shame, and that's why it's a master emotion. It's so powerful. So that now you know what the feelings are and how to label them. The next thing is we worry about the good feelings going away, right? We're like, oh no, I'm feeling so good. My family's coming home for Thanksgiving. I'm so excited. But then we think, oh no, it's not going to last forever and I can't get too excited. Or have you ever had the mantra of, oh, don't get too excited because then you won't get so disappointed. I used to live by that mantra, so I know it well. We are so worried about the good feelings going away. But then here's the irony, you guys. We believe the bad feelings are going to be here forever. And we're like, oh, no, I can't feel this. I don't, I've got a numb because it's going to stay with me forever and ever. And I'm not going to be able to deal with it. But we think the good feelings are fleeting. This is the irony of it. Here's the great news is that feelings really last 90 seconds. And you'll say, but Corinne, I've been so sad for days on end. And I understand that. And there's also a difference of once we get into where we're clinically depressed. So I'm, I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about we have all these emotions and I'm talking about you may feel sad, you may feel angry, but think about the ocean. There are waves that come through and there are sets. And so you're, they're going to come through and they're going to come through and they're going to come through, but there's always a break. What perpetuates these feelings inside of us are the stories we tell ourselves The stories that we tell ourselves, what we believe is what dials up our feelings. And so sometimes we're really good at saying, and I was coaching a client this week and I think she's 41 and she goes, but when I was 33, this happened. And she relived that entire experience again. And she was feeling shame and sadness and it'd been long ago. She was no longer in that situation. But as she was sharing me that story, She could feel it and she's still attached to that story because she believed the other person's opinion, which wasn't really necessarily true. So this idea of feelings lasting forever, it's perpetuated by the stories you tell yourself. It's 90 seconds. We can all sit in discomfort for 90 seconds. And when you ask those questions that I gave you earlier of where are you feeling it? Where in your body? Is it fast or slow? Is it hard or soft? And you're able to feel it. What starts to happen is you start to become a compassionate observer. You feel it, you can be with it, and then that allows you to move through it. This is the importance of emotional intelligence because when you can do this, you don't get weighed down by the feelings. You can feel all the feelings and you're going, oh, what's the worst thing that can happen? I can feel a bad feeling. One of the fantastic things for my clients is that they can become shame resilient. And what that means is that they can feel shame. They can identify it. They get clear about the stories. They get clear about what are the true stories and what are the lies that they're telling themselves. 
And when they're clear, what are the lies that they're telling themselves? And that's not the relationship they want to have. They tell themselves the truth. It doesn't mean that they go from, I suck to I'm amazing, but they realize they're not as awful as they believing. And that there's actually truth of how they are really wonderful. And I'll say fantastic, but then you you might think, oh, this is like too Cinderella, just airy fairy. But this is what happens where my clients can have confidence in themselves, where they believe that they're enough and that there are certain arenas in their life that they may not be enough at, right? Like one arena in my life that I'm not good enough in is keeping plants alive. That is not something I do well. I have in my office, actually, I need to get rid of it. I have this orchid that I got and um, I should have had a plastic one because I didn't really do much and it's dead and it's still sitting in my office with the stalks. I was like, no, it's going to grow. It's going to grow back. But no, it's dead. One of my clients said, oh, it's just dormant. But I am not good at taking care of plants. And that's okay because that's not an arena that I really want to spend any brain juice on. I just want it to look pretty and I want somebody else to take care of it. So that's my dilemma to overcome, right? But it doesn't mean that I have to attach to not being good enough because in that one arena, things die with me. And that's okay because I can either have somebody else do it or I can get plastic plants. I'm not going to probably get plastic plants, but I'm going to be working on this. So in most, it's so important to have emotional intelligence because it gives you so much freedom and empowerment. So I really invite you to practice feeling your feelings and remember this feeling won't last forever. You're going to be able to move through it. Enjoy the really good feelings, be with it and know, yes, it's not going to last forever either because because we're going to feel all the feelings. We live dynamic, complex lives. We want to feel all the feelings. And if we numb the bad, we can't feel the good. So we want to feel all of them and learn how to move through them because your feelings are just here to give you information. It can tell you what are the stories that you're believing? What are the stories that you're attached to? And then when you can go through that, you can decipher what are the lies that I'm telling myself? And is that the relationship I want to have? And what is my actual truth? And we sit here and so often we argue with our worthiness. And my friend, we're worthy right here, right now. We need to stop beating ourselves up. We can feel our feelings. And if there's an area that you're like, hey, I'm not as masterful as I would like to be, then go out and practice. Okay. We all can practice. We all can work and get better and we can evolve to the best versions of ourselves. Doesn't that sound awesome? So if you want this place of learning your emotional intelligence, of being able to identify what you're feeling, what is causing the feeling, and the ability to move through these feelings instead of stuffing them down or running away from them, I've got just the thing. Because I know you're sitting here going, Karen, this all sounds great, and I'm in my car right now, but I didn't write down those questions and I don't know what to do. Well, you have two options. One is you can go back and re-listen at the desk, or two, you can join my Enough group. This is where we practice it. I've created a structure for you to show up and we will practice this so that you can develop emotional intelligence so that shame can stop hijacking your life. And shame is the voice that of I'm not enough. And what we tend to do when we're in shame is we sabotage our lives. And instead, it's about how do we show up with our skills and our talents and live our life authentically. So I've got this group. It's enough. It hasn't opened yet. Go to my podcast page, the show notes, click on the link and get on the wait list and I'll be announcing the opening soon. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. And for those of you in the US, 
going into Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this when I drop it or drop the show, happy Thanksgiving. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake.